makes me more of a fan is it's all properly connected, written, and scoped out by the same people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who's for reading it was kind of annoying, though? Was it out? But these movies are supplying me with my comic knowledge. Cause I have no prior knowledge. Yeah, I mean, I have no, that's yeah, what I, that's I'm, my I'm, problem is. Like, I enjoy the movies, but I have no investment. I'm not like, oh, it's my favorite guy. I don't die. Oh, they're not staying true to the comic book. Yeah, like, yeah. I loved Green Lantern growing up. <laughs> I, I don't, honestly, I don't know anyone that liked any of that stuff growing up. Like, I remember people who read comics, but no one was like, Iron Man's my favorite. Like, those are pussy comics. Yeah. Like, you read Dark Horse stuff, you know what I mean? Like, the... Everybody read Spawn. Everybody yeah. read yeah. The Punisher. Mm-hmm. Everybody read Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Like, the darker stuff. And then, like, the Aliens comics and all that shit. Like, yeah. They read, like, oh, I'm reading Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, but I had a subscription to Silver Surfer for a while, and then that was it. Was it really was? He's right up there with um, Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) What's her name? Gado, Gidget Gado, or something like that. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot from uh, Fast and Furious. She's gonna she's gonna be Wonder Woman. Yeah, I saw that, but but I heard they're like they're really pushing it to be more of a Justice League film than a Batman versus Superman film. Because now they've got her and they have the Flash casted now. That's what I don't understand. I honestly don't. Like, why do you have to stuff every movie with, like, 20 people? Like, why can't you just be... They, they feel the pressure. They feel the pressure of the Avengers. They feel the pressure of what's coming with the Inhumans. But honestly, like, that makes me not care. And like, Guardians. Like, like, perfect example, like... But the Guardians, like... It stood out to me be only because I had zero knowledge of it. Yeah, same here. So, like, anyone could have died and I would have known. You know, like, yeah. like, I felt, you know, like, when Groot dies, right, like, when he sacrifices himself, yeah. like, you're like, oh, okay, like, I feel the emotional weight of that because I don't know anything about that character. I don't know if he's going to ever come back or whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if it's Wolverine or whoever, like, they're going to die 50 times and it's never going to matter because they can't think of anything new and they're going to keep resurrecting the same people over and over and yeah. over. Oh, this well, is an alternate universe. This yeah. is his son. <laughs> this is the future. This is an alternate time. Like, shut up. Yeah, well, you know I mean, I mean, that's like, comics, though. I mean, they're going to have to do that. That's what I'm saying. Because eventually I... Wolverine's going to be too old to really look like he his mutant healing factor finally gave up on that's what I'm saying. Him. Like, isn't that like an inherent, like, like kind of flag... it's aging people out of comics like if you're into your third iteration or whatever of iteration of spider-man you're fucking old it's time to move on bro like although you know like i am excited about one thing about spider-man they're talking about another spider-man they're talking about bringing spider-man back into the marvel cinematic universe yeah, because the other ones suck. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, but, I, I like the last one, but I don't. But that's Spider-Man that's where the theory is coming from that he'll show up in Civil War. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just I just don't want to see another Spider-Man origin story. I don't need to see Uncle Ben die again. <laughs> Did I drop my skittles over there? Instead of I drop my skittles. Has there ever been a movie, <clears throat> comic oh, book right. based, where the problem oh, from the right. villain is happening in more than just one major city? What do you mean, like, Everything like always Spider-Man's happen- always New York? And it's always New York Avengers or Chicago or Gotham. Oh. Like, yeah. what a luxury it is to live in San Antonio and never have to put up with this stuff. Well, yeah. like, the Avengers had East Coast Avengers and West Coast Avengers. But did anything ever happen? Yeah. Where, where did but West Coast Avengers... Where did that take place? It was probably one city. California. One city. No, it was pretty much up and down the... 
the western they traveled to San Francisco. Now East Coast Avengers was mostly So New far, York, wouldn't you say Florida. Independence Day has been the biggest threat to the planet versus all these other movies where it's just yeah. been uh, like one city? Battle of Los Angeles. But yes, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the first. But. I mean, Independence Day, they covered the most square footage and caused the most damage in one day that's true. than anybody else really has. And there's going to be more of those soon. Oh, we'll see. Yes. Sands. Oh, what? We, we don't, I'm, I'm over Will Smith. What's, he looks what's fat. What's wrong with him, though? He's crazy now. He like, thinks he invented <clears throat> I think he's a Scientologist, uh, right? But he won't admit it, which is creepy. Oh, and his son's I'm crazy. Like, they're all crazy. His whole family. His daughter was in bed with like a 20-year-old guy. I think those movies will be way better without him because... You don't have to worry about his presence. His well, and the story can take shadow. centerfold, not the star. Yeah, he was a breakout star in the first one, but yeah, yeah, unnecessary now. But the story was what mattered in that movie. He was just so much fun to watch. Now I'd be aware of him. You're gonna bring back Randy Quaid from the dead. Like un- <laughs> unlike Rick, like I don't like I Am Legend because it's him. I'm I just I love it. I can't take it. I don't like the aliens. I thought it was poorly done. I thought it had a silly beginning and a silly ending. It was like a poor man's Walking Dead. Do you got? Do either of you watch Walking Dead anymore? Uh huh. I'm caught up. I'm one episode. The, the, the newest episode we haven't seen yet. Oh, everybody dies. <laughs> they eat cannibals. Eat everybody. Are you caught up, Rick? I know you stopped a yeah, while I'm back. I'm caught up with episode four of season two. <laughs> That's right. Someday I'll watch it. Just, I'm... And and he says he's if not. I'm, and he says he's not a hipster. No, but if, no, but if it makes you feel better, like I was a year and a half behind, and then when they released the yeah. new season on Netflix, I did like all of it in one week. Yeah, that's what Sarah and I did, and then I started downloading the. I downloaded the first two episodes of this one. So, we'll see. Oh, well, I'll catch up one day. There's just so many. Like I have Netflix. That's why I watch all my shit. So there's just too much stuff. Season two will always leave that shitty taste in my mouth, but yeah. they've caught their stride now. They oh, yeah. they've done amazing now. Oh, it's yeah. legit now. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is the, for those who are listening. This is the pre-show chow down. <laughs> for your listening pleasure. We're sponsored by Skittles, Doritos, Lay's sour cream and onion, Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, and, and Red Bull. Red Bull. <laughs> and then on the drive home, McDonald's. <laughs> hey dude, Monopoly and McRib is back. We always fuck up. We gotta bring the McDonald's here first. I thought about that, but I just wanted to, to get here. You're terrible. You know what? As a penance for being injured on injured reserve last week, you should have brought. <laughs> you should have been the guy who's like, Fellas! like in the commercials. Here's what we need to Those do: people is, don't exist. We need to do a friends rot- like that don't exist. They just show up and they're like, "Bros, I love you. Here's some double McDoubles." You're right. You don't do that either. I know. <laughs> what we need to do is put in a. A five spot in the table each, and then just roll the dice, and one of us three has to provide it and cover the overage of the other's orders. Well, how about this? Oh, no, they got that fucking thing. This? 15 bucks. 15 bucks gets you four McDoubles, four spicy McChicken, four French fries. What do I want with and, spicy and, McChicken? Oh, I love it. I'll take those. Really? You can have mine. Yeah, yeah, I think you get nuggets, too. Maybe not. Damn. It's a full-on fucking... The only thing that's missing is the sodas, but sodas are a dollar each. Yeah. How many Monopoly pieces come with that order? I don't know. I only won one thing and I lost it. It was a fucking McClurry. I haven't won the million dollars in the Monopoly thing in like 10 years. It's such a ripoff. Mm-hmm. But you won it 11 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> you just had to fill the board. You had to fill the board with all the pieces and then you win. 
Remember that when they used to give out the board? Do they still do that? I don't know. I don't think so. They don't even give it out, right? Online, probably. So stupid. Well, no, no, no. They have. You can pick it up. They have it. There's an app for that. No, they have the. They have the. The paper board where you can. I got one. Tape your shit to it. Yeah. Except it's not the right size. I was obsessed with that as a kid, and I fucking got overweight probably from eating all the stupid food <laughs> just to fill that stupid board. It worked on me, man. Did you ever win anything? Prizes? Like just minuscule shit. Like, not food. Like money or prizes? I don't think so. Honestly, I, I'm maybe 10 bucks once. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. They don't even do it that way anymore. It's like five winners will win $1,000. You know, what? two winners will win this. One winner will win that. Damn. Yeah, it's limited, super limited. Although there's some other, like, you know, you win fries and drinks, and that's pretty much the food stuff. I'm sure McFlurry's in there. I haven't seen it yet, but... You know what? It wasn't even money. It was like a gift certificate. It was like $10 of McDonald's cash. Ooh, they're coming up with that um, Halloween seasons when they do the Taco Cabana. When you buy that book for five bucks and you get like 10 fucking B&Gs. Love that. And McDonald's does the same thing with the little burgers or whatever. Really? Yeah, it's probably this week. I haven't thought about it. I haven't been by there. I'll find out tonight. Yeah, same here. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Have y'all both really ever stopped and grabbed food on the way out of here? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I have to pass my own house to get to the fucking McDonald's. I'll still do it. I don't give a fuck. See, I pass I pass a McDonald's on the way home. I pass two or three McDonald's on the way home. He made three, two or three different stops. <laughs> Just the one stop. I'm, I'm the, the first guy stop. to admit Unless that. Unless they I, don't have tea at the first stop. I'm always the first guy to admit that the concept of McDonald's is disgusting, but I will oh, yeah. openly admit that it's the most deliciously addictive. <sighs> it is. Well, not even the most. It's just averagely addictive. Yeah. Well, the fries aren't anywhere near as good as they used to they're be. They're still good, man. But they're still good. I mean, they're, they're not like... No one else has oh, these good are fries. The best. That's the thing. It's like... Yeah. Well, nobody has good fries. I like... I don't know. I like Bill Miller's fries. The big steak fries. Because they're salty. But I put barbecue sauce on those. I don't put ketchup. You know what? I, I actually get the chicken tenders from Bill and put the fries in the white gravy. Oh, yeah. That's good. But the Chester's yeah, fries the are fries pretty good. Yeah, the fries and the white gravy are good. Mm. I was getting chips when I go to Chester's. Mm. God, I'm hungry. Now I want mm. East Coast wings. Maybe in between our, our episodes. Let's go. Let's get it on. You want to hear a real quick? Do you want to hear a song for that movie that I'm, I did last night? Mm-hmm. Get a little. Um, it's gonna be on the show. He's recording you. Oh, you can record it. There you go. Here, I'll cool. Is this is this some juncture? Yes, it is me. Nice. All right. I don't know if score work should just be my name or should it be the band name too. It's the same, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Might oh, as well just. Nine nails. Nine nails. Oh man, on HBO. Although a lot of it's kind of boring, and I'm not trying to be mean, but uh, Dave Grohl started that Sound City thing. Yeah, the series mm-hmm. where they well, go like city to c- yeah. Right. There's a series now um, called um, Sonic Highways. Huh. Pretty badass. Man. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's cool. Badass. Yeah, I know what you meant. Yeah, I All finally right. saw that documentary. It was pretty good. I really enjoyed it. Is Kurt Cobain make any interview appearances? Nobody. He they, comes out and talks about how mad he is that Courtney got him. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney did it to me. He man. did it. I've referenced some numerous internet articles written by Mario Zamoron, MD. <laughs> MD. <laughs> it's a forensic pathologist. 
<laughs> he assures me. Hey, they reopened the case. Did you hear that? We had a, we had a whole episode about this. About them reopening it? Yeah. We didn't. Yeah, we did. No, not about them reopening it. I guarantee you whatever, no, whatever, after our whatever episode, the determination weeks, was back then is the same as this Two today. weeks after our episode, they reopened the case. And then what happened? I have no idea. I didn't keep up with it. <laughs> you can't bring it up and be like, oh, I didn't keep up with it. I don't know. Slenderman got him. Legit, man. I like that. When's the when's that movie coming? I mean, when are they gonna spring? I think they'll be done. Yeah, yeah. They... I saw it's a part of a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. So the the other two have come out already, or mm-hmm. he has them online already. So they're gonna be released at the same time. I think so. That's I think so. Badass. That's awesome, man. So where can we find that? Where will we be able to find that? Um, let me see. I gotta do the social media plugs and everything. What's the movie <clears throat> called? What's the director's name? Plug let me, it. Plug let me, it. Let me bring it all up. Right now, and how will we? How will we know it's you? Like you said, is it going under a juncture? <laughs> how do we I know think you so. Wrote that no, I think so. Like, <laughs> like if you go to the site that I had shown you guys, the junctiuremusic.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, com. There's a uh, link for "It's Over" Nephilim, mm-hmm. and uh, that's directed by Mr. Caleb Strauss and uh, Dustin Johnson, and. Uh, some dark stuff. It's cool though. That's and legit. Um, that's awesome. Is it about the Nephilim? Nephilim. The uh, third chapter of the If It's Over trilogy, Heaven and Hell must put aside their differences to confront Lilith and the gods of the core, a much greater and more ancient evil than either side could ever imagine. In order to fight, they must awaken the Nephilim, an ancient race of giants born of humans and angels. And they have the trailer down there. Oh, I see that. I'm gonna check that out. Pretty awesome. I'm on the man. page now. Shit. 
<clears throat> and I think that one of my songs is on that trailer. Let me see. Can't remember. Are these uh, local filmmakers? Yeah. Austin. Oh, cool. They're awesome. Austin? Austin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not allowed, sir. <laughs> Deleted. <laughs> Very cool. Oh no, that's their that's a that's an actual song. <laughs> he sent me some footage. It's got the stuff I'm writing. They're actually having me send music in where they're actually editing scenes to the music cool. that I'm writing Very as cool. well. So Very cool. That's awesome. Demons yeah, wait. and love and lust spells. I like it. So, oh, that's cool. So talking about cool Nephilim and, and uh, demons and everything. This stinky is pants. Stinky pants. I don't get that reference. Down here. <laughs> that's, that's not appropriate, sir. I'm going to tie that into our Halloween stuff, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. So this is our, our Halloween episode. I know Ooh. we've been... Blew my, blew my load of my, my snacks. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be our giant-sized Halloween episode, I think. We've got a, a bunch of topics that we can talk our about. Nephilim-sized. <laughs> yes, Nephilim-sized. Um, like, some of the things that we can talk about are, like, our own experiences, our own ghost stories, um, friends' ghost stories, and, like, San Antonio stuff, too. Like, La Llorona and El Camaroncito and... El Chupacabra. Stuff. Scary so. stuff. Scary so. stuff. <clears throat> so, uh, Halloween's in a couple of days. Friday, right? Uh, yeah. This first is, off, this first off, just to get a gauge of the... What is that? Is it a DS? 3D? 4D? 3D. 3D. This guy's playing video games. I know. He's multitasking. Damn. So, uh, <laughs> as... Uh, I like to, I'm interested to know, because I was thinking about this today. When I was thinking about what I'm going to be doing on Friday, which is probably nothing, sitting alone, crying. As mar- happily married men and fathers, what is your holiday plans, your Halloween plans for your kids' first Halloweens? Or uh, seconds, in some cases. First and second. Right. Um, we're we're going to take Dylan back to uh, Morgan's Wonderland, probably. Uh, we went there last year. It was pretty cool. Um, it's nice. It's a nice place. You know, it's for those who want to donate to it, you know, that's a good idea, too. It's for... Mostly special needs kids, mm-hmm. and uh, but donate, it's open to donate the public. Donate to Morgan's Wonderland. Yeah, why not? Or okay. take your or take your non-special needs kids to it, you know, and uh, help further that cause. I think so he's gonna you gonna dress him up. Yeah. What's he gonna go as? What's his? Uh, well, we got pictures of him dressed up as Dracula, and then like a month passed by because Sarah had it done by uh, her her boss Angela mm-hmm. and Portraits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then we went out and got him a Jake in the Neverland Pirate costume so he's jake the pirate oh gotcha um, so that's what he's gonna wear to if he doesn't tear it off because does he have an eye patch no no jake doesn't have an eye patch but it's Yet. like <laughs> that's season seven yeah when he loses an eye to hook yeah no, but, uh, it's velcro in the back and <laughs> we were eating and we were trying to leave and uh we had got him dressed up and he just hulked out of it awesome just tore the top off and just let that's it dangle it it's kind of funny, but yeah, we're looking forward to it. So they to do it. like a trick-or-treat thing, like you walk around the park and you get... Yeah, you can do all get... the park rides and stuff, and you know they just go up and get candy at you know, each different little stop. It's kind so of do cool. you get, does he get to eat the candy now, or is he not We let him eat that? a little bit, but not Who very much. Who eats the rest? Uh, right now, it's all in a bag. Like, we've already done one thing. We did the OLPH uh, Haunted House oh, event. Okay. Uh, so do you eat the candy? I had a couple. A couple? But so it's going to go to waste. 
pretty much. Because there's a Rick Ortiz Memorial Foundation for Halloween candy. <laughs> Since I'm too old to trick or treat, and I have no children to take trick or treat. Well, we didn't X-ray it. So if you have, no, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Razor blades and all, I will take it. So, if your kids had his, you know, his his uh, quota of Halloween candy. <laughs> You know where you can deposit Mostly that. lollipops so. and for about two minutes, and then we take it out and That's, then yeah, screams. Exactly. How about you, Michael? Um, this will be the first time in over 10, <clears throat> 10, 15 years, maybe more. I don't know what the age was that I last did my own trick-or-treat. Of course, I've been a part of like here and there for various little cousins and stuff, but this will be the first time venturing out of the house. Normally, the tradition has been to provide candy, decorate the yard, and stuff like that with mm-hmm. some... If you guys kind of saw in the That dark, little guy scared I, me, honestly. It's scary, right? doing stuff... When I was walking up, and I was like, "Oh, little guy!" Little I know guy. he's kind of cool. We got this yeah. uh, skeleton guy like with Warwick the lo- with, yeah, exactly with the long <laughs> hair grown out coming. He's coming out of the ground with the headstone behind him, which was a yeah. nice touch. Last year, I didn't have him like that, so um, I like to decorate and put up the cobwebs. And we had the little uh, fog machine and stuff like that, and play some scary uh, music. I actually had the idea once to. I think one year I had a, I got my guitar for fire and put it by the window, recorded a real like nasty screechy ambient loop with some effects on it and stuff like that and it was just playing on loop the whole time while kids were coming by but i think it was a little too loud and people were actually like (laughs) scared to come by so (laughs) last year i just used a little halloween track but um we'll do a combination of giving out candy and then we're actually going to take baby girl out into the neighborhood and put her in a little um probably more than likely depending on the weather uh her uh, fairy princess costume from her birthday nice and put her in that uh but she also has some backup she has a she can look like a little pumpkin she's got a pumpkin uh, outfit and she's got a um piglet costume nice and since she's like piglet from winnie the pooh yeah yeah hand hand stitched by a friend oh nice Uh, my aunt actually invited um last was it this last week invited uh, her to come out to uh to her place of work for a little pediatrics boo bash they were doing. And I thought it was really neat. And I'll show you all some pictures. I wish you guys listening could see these, but I thought this was an exceptionally well done and maybe even too well done little haunted house. So like first that some of the pictures I got were just us hanging out in the office where they had like little streamers and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, little decorations, yeah. mummy decorations, like that. And then you go to this little haunted house, whoa, whoa, and there's like whoa. legitimately disgusting. It's patient. It's a real Ebola patient. <laughs> head, head in a. Oh my gosh. Like there's little kids walking around and they're seeing this stuff, wow. and I'm like, this is pretty whoa. intense. Like all these chopped up body parts. Oh, that's right out of uh, Walking Dead. Oh, is it a dong? That's the guy on the gurney with his heart wow. pulled out and all the blood everywhere. And there's like little like seven-year-old, eight-year-olds and stuff like oh, that. Oh, man. And uh, you see that big eye Jeez. back there attached with the, the cord? Oh, yeah. <laughs> optic like, nerve. Man. That's yeah, so it was pretty intense. but um, kind of crazy. Impressive. Had a blast. So uh, look at that. That's like looks like half of baby. That's, wow. in, the, that's in the same room. I don't know. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> I just kind of post some of those bad that's, boys. That's hideous. I know. I need to Instagram that. Yeah, send, send, it, yeah so. put them on. The, put, send them to me and I'll throw them on okay. Instagram. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll do because I think they're worth seeing. They're pretty, that's they're, pretty horrendous. They're amazingly for hideous for, for little kids Jeez. and stuff like that. I was well, like, that's, that's what belongs in the adult haunted house, man. Yeah. Well, Sarah and I got, we were, sh- for a little kind of spoiler, not too much, but we were watching uh, Walking Dead and that first episode back into the new season, uh-huh. like when they started killing everybody, I'm like, <laughs> Sarah and I just like looked at each other. We're like, "Holy oh, when crap!" They, when they have when they have them bent over the uh, <laughs> yes. troughs, yeah, that was pretty... sl- slitting throats, man. I'm mm. like, well, that was pretty brutal. 
stuff, man. And I mean, you know, it's one thing to see a zombie die and have yeah. it be disgusting looking. I mean, that's supposed that's to be... That's a person, Mario. It's but... a soul, once upon a time. No. <laughs> <laughs> but then to have, like, you know, people that aren't zombies yet, you know, be right. torn apart that Just way. Just regular people. Ugh, creepy, man. So, so one thing I, I wanted to kind of start off with, because to me, this is a great way to start off the, the creepiness. Um, Mike... Specifically, the St. Anthony's yeah wheelchair man is that what you want to you want to that's open what I that want to with? open with. All right, I man. like I love that story. Um, I like to tell the story because um, it's it's rare that I'm put in a position where people ask me about it, and I really, you know, there's those people that are always so excited and just totally animated to tell a haunted story, especially when it's got some realism to it, where they experience something. And I've gotten to the point now where it's been what rick uh 20 years mm-hmm. almost 20 plus years yeah since uh since freshman year of high you school but old. you know for us for us being um dorm students living in you know just for people that don't know the the private school that we went to um there's a bug flying on rick bug, <laughs> halloween it's the moth from it's the moth from sons of the lands it's coming up from my basement it's the moth, it's man. moth man watch out for precious <laughs> Okay, sorry. okay, so um, this the school, you know, we had the ability to live on on campus, and um, so that meant that at nighttime, you know, our our dorm wasn't like a college dorm where there's like two guys or two roommates to a room. We just had some giant military barrack style floor with you know hundred beds laid out, very uh, like Full Metal Jacket style, more more than a, a real dorm. So at night, I think lights out was exactly at ten thirty. And so we had heard some stories as freshmen that there were um, this part in the attic that was got all this cool historic stuff and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, like I was saying, the thing about this story, before I get into it, is that there's these people, you know, that love telling their story about, like, the, the tracks or the chupacabra or whatever it is. And I'm, I've told this story only a handful of times, but as I've gotten older, I start realizing, like, I'm scared to tell it because I start wondering, like, did I make it up? Is it even real anymore? Because when yeah. I first told it, it was so real that it really freaked me out that I almost didn't want to talk about it because now I look back on it and the memories become so obscured. I'm like, am I making it up in my head? Like I'm not telling it to be cool. I'm not telling yeah. the story because I think it's a, you know, a cool campfire thing or exaggerated. I mean, I know what happened. I was there, but man. So anyway, <clears throat> we had heard this story um, about the wheelchair man. And if you, you could drive up to the Anthony campus today, if you want, you know, during the daytime, just drive up through the, the driveway off McCullough and, you can see the the main building where the statue of St. Anthony is out there. And if you look straight up at the main building, you can see there's one, two, three floors. And then above the third floor is just a smaller part of the um, of the structure. And you can see smaller windows. Well, they used to say that, I don't know, Rick, you might have to fill the details in, but something about a, a priest or something like that that was in a wheelchair and died and blah, 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 or some, whatever it was. I, I don't remember the details anymore. It's really not important. What was important was that they said that, that wheelchair overlooks that top window above the third floor in the attic. Yeah. And so... Because the windows are like actually like on the floor. Right. It's, it's that raised up. It's that high. So you're right. in the attic, basically. So the windows are on the floor and right. higher up like normal. And, and so I think the thing about it was that, you know, we were all kind of fascinated. We thought, oh, what a cool story. But I think part of us also were like, ah, that's such a fun little thing. You know, we wanted to get in the attic. Not for that. We wanted to get in the attic to go check out all the cool stuff in the cages. Because when you went up into the attic, it was wood floors that creak when you walk on it, which is already creepy. And then to the left and right are compartmentalized cages, like like a locker room style, where each cage, some of them are bolt locked and some of them are not. Some of them are open. So when we went in, of course, lights are out. It's a group of small group of like, 
let's say five or six of us and we go up there and um the door to the attic had a bolt had a not a bolt i mean uh what am i trying to say like a master lock yeah but it wasn't open it was unlocked and so we uh we snuck in there past after lights were out and uh, one of the cages that was open just had some amazing historical stuff like um random things you wouldn't expect to be at a school um what are those boxes called that have all the the like ammo, ammo in them ammo boxes, the ammo yeah, boxes yeah. Yeah, yeah you'd open an ammo box and there'd be shells in it and there were like you know <laughs> gas cans and just crazy stuff yeah. that had no earthly business being there and, yeah, and there was like spent shells we'd find like spent, spent shells yes shells. there wow. were spent shells in, in those boxes trying to kill the demons <laughs> so we were just blown away you know you're 13 14 years old and you're at a new school and you're not in a common situation where you're just going to school and going home at the end of the day you're living on campus you're away from home you're away from your parents it's just it's exhilarating but we also knew about the wheelchair story about this dead priest that either died in the wheelchair or died on campus or we can't remember the real thing someone knows the real story probably jg knows uh, an old teacher there but um we knew that the story went that that wheelchair overlooks that top center window at the very top of the campus just overlooking everything so that one night we go out there and uh, we're checking out the cages. And as we're going closer and closer, it's extremely dark. So I think we had flashlights. And uh, we start to see it. We're like, oh, you see the wheelchair. Now, it's not like super old creepy wheelchair that you would think from like the 20s. Yeah. Uh, I wish it had been because those wheelchairs are those creepy just standing oh, yeah. there. That, that, those wooden chairs, those wooden wheelchairs are scary yeah. just in, in, mo- in, uh, in still. But this was not quite a modern wheelchair, but it was still pretty... Scary enough. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a Stephen Hawking wheelchair. Right. <laughs> so, so as we get close to it, we're walking like really slowly because the wood floors are creaking, uh, and we're like, "Oh man!" Of course, you don't want to get caught, and yeah. you know, it's we're already risking, you know, our whatever being out that late and all Getting that. Some check marks. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> so uh, we're getting closer, and you notice it. We notice right away. It's the wheelchair. The back of the chair is facing us, so the chair is actually looking overlooking the window Mm -hmm. and so we're like oh let's go check it out and so we're getting closer and closer and this is the part where i will never forget for the rest of my life that this happened if somebody's responsible for it then kudos to you and if nobody's responsible then holy crap yeah (laughs) what the hell so we're getting probably i'd say a good i want to say i want to say no more than 10 feet maybe eight seven feet we're getting closer to it and as we're creeping up on it the damn thing rolls (laughs) <laughs> toward us like oh, God. it just backs up but off of like one axis like the right oh, the so right yeah the right wheel didn't move but the left wheel did and it just turned oh. and it turned just and just stops in a certain spot where it's just staring at us and we all of us equally flip the f out yeah we're like oh shit and we turn and i'll never forget like that rush feeling of your stomach dropping and just turning and yeah. we got the hell out of there i don't know how we ran because i would have assumed that made a lot of noise i think we kind of like tiptoe ran like yeah. ballerina yeah. deer style but Jesus. it was terrifying i mean it was terrifying and i mean there's just no way that in my mind at the time i know nobody could have pulled that off because the way we were walking in a group there wasn't like someone hiding in some right. other area we checked all the cages where some of them were locked and the cage is closer to the wheelchair. There was no way to get in there where someone could have been hiding in there. I mean, yeah. maybe, but by now, after all this time, I think somebody would have let it out. Like, yeah. oh, that was me, man. That was so, that was so yeah. cool, right? I mean, all of us that were in there for weeks and months and years, we'd ask each other, like, 
how the hell did that happen? Mm. You know, and when we went back up there a couple more times, it oh, took you us. Did. Yeah, we went back up probably months later. I think we had the guts to go back up. The freaking thing was gone. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I don't oh. know what happened. Did you but, ever see it, Rick? Uh, I went up one time. <clears throat> I think it was during like um, like Hell Week or something for like football. We went up there because I remember we get we got there was a, a small like service elevator. It was probably for like you know if somebody was handicapped or something. Mm. It never got used. It was tiny. It was one of those ones like the door was the elevator oh, door. Yeah. And uh, I remember I remember vividly because we got stuck in the in the elevator. That was part of it. But uh, yeah, I remember seeing it sitting there, but I didn't get to experience anything. I remember it was just uh. really creepy up there because if you would go to the long the far side of the of the. Uh, of the attic you could go down a hallway and you could see where the top of the elevator was the elevator shaft mm-hmm. and it was just black dark scary oh. i mean it was just like i mean that, that place is just a cool place i mean it was yeah. a place that even you know it was, it was probably closing in actually yeah closing in on like 100 years old at that point mm-hmm. and so you imagine it had a lot of history a lot of people went through there and back then when we were there it hadn't really gone through the big facelift that it has now mm. so the the dorm building was was a dorm building it was like the priests lived there the students lived there there wasn't any classes in there yeah there wasn't any central air so it was it was as old school as you could get wow so um i wonder if it used to be a military installation or something no no it was no, it was not built, at all it was, it was built always for that. Built yeah it was for it was a seminary that's what it was built for with for armored <laughs> for armored well we don't know why there was bullets i mean who knows i mean it was there yeah. it was there from 1903 is when i think it was established wow. so but it was just a i mean anytime you're somewhere where has history and it's been around longer than you yeah oh yeah you're always gonna have that feeling and i remember hearing stories like i never like I said i didn't experience anything like that uh, with the wheelchair thing while i was there but you always hear stories i remember it was always like exaggerated like one of the stories someone was like oh like there was a priest that had a wheelchair but he wheeled it out the window and it was impaled on the statue which oh none God. of this was like it's like physically even possible yeah. to do that the statue's the 30 statue's yards away it's too far from the window yeah. you know that that's the thing but you st- i mean as a 14 year old kid everyone's kind you. of playing into that <laughs> right. and, and yeah and, and saying that stuff but uh yeah it was i mean it was uh definitely yeah. it was creepy i mean even going like you go in, into the kitchen yeah. Uh, and it had like the freezers and all kinds of stuff. But then there was a doorway in the kitchen that went down into a boiler room, like an actual oh, legit man. basement boiler room. Um, you know, they had these. Where Freddy Krueger yeah, burns Yeah, Freddy Krueger style. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just like that. So it was it was an interesting place. I mean, I'm, I'm sure yeah. there was probably stories that we didn't know about or stories that we've forgotten since about, you know, dead haunted priests and whatnot. You yeah. know, but um, I mean, that, that's what's cool about about history you know about living somewhere you know nowadays you know you you have schools like elementary schools or high schools that are brand new yeah that have only been around for 10 years and it's hard probably to have that same type of uh, experience you know now like you see a lot of um folklore and urban legends come like through the internet and that's how mm-hmm. people get affected you know, like slender man type that type of stuff yeah that stuff comes to the internet because people don't get to experience that same type of stuff anymore because stuff isn't old anymore yeah. you know stuff's getting repurposed or knocked down and you get a you know Renovated. you don't hear about like haunted like you know outlet malls or yeah you know like the haunted forum you know did you guys and, oh rick i know you don't you're not on facebook at all right no mike did you see what's, that what's that, facebook <laughs> did this face page did face, you see the, the, the mice facebook oh it was something that somebody posted a while back on facebook but where they go into a hotel room 
and you see like they're using a surveillance camera on the outside and mm-hmm. you actually see the the ghost walk right. out did you see that i've i've seen stuff like that and not probably the specific one you're referring to like right now but i've yeah i've seen a bunch of things like that and i gotta show you rick i gotta show you guys because i don't believe it i, really I don't believe it well, no, like it's interesting it's, and, at the very least it's interesting and i'll say the same thing that i said like about the wheelchair man story which is if it's legit wow that's yeah. terrifying if it's not legit and someone's pulling it off then kudos yeah. yeah because like Shoot. i said that wheelchair thing i remember watching it turn toward me and i could feel the eyes uh, of something there on me like and it didn't feel like malicious or? yeah it didn't feel like a you know a, an evil source or anything like that it just felt yeah it felt like more than I could handle is what it felt yeah. like. It didn't feel like, oh, we're going to die. Oh, it's coming yeah. after us. Did the ghost try to touch your genitals? <laughs> <laughs> Mira, que malo. <laughs> did, it, did it tell you it offer you Chris Madrid's? <laughs> that's someone else, buddy, getting the nighttime titty that's, twister. That's a, that's a different kind of horror story. That's, I won't even talk about that now, but that's a true-to-life horror story. Oh, man. That, anyways, that Rick can share personal experience anyways, with. Catholic but but this is why, you know, like Mario, I mean, even the psychologist in you, this is the thing, is like people sometimes create um, oh yeah you create manifestations to mask or compartmentalize oh, yeah. real trauma real horror real yeah. things that happen to people you say i this didn't happen to me it wasn't my uncle that came into the room it was the <laughs> devil you know what i mean like it, it and you, sep- you separate yourself from an event yeah and that's interesting i mean i'm not well, going yeah, to I mean, go touch it much more than that but that's an interesting thing i mean yeah. in this day and age like you can kind of see that you know yeah. Well, and and see, like as a kid, before my psychology classes and everything, one thing I can say: what happened? Remo oh. nailed and fumbled. Oh, again? Why is he in the game? Sorry. <laughs> Why are you watching? He's it? got a broken back. We're doing a podcast. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, so when I was a kid, I think maybe we had just moved into to the house that my parents live in now, on uh, Ridgebrook, and where it. The neighborhood ended at the time that we moved in. Mm-hmm. After that, it was just farmers' fields, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what was there before or whatever. <laughs> you tasted that? Taste by that. itself? Yeah. I mean, I mixed it a little bit. Sorry, go Ridge Book, farmers' field. Yeah, farmers' fields. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Michael are getting hammered. <clears throat> um, so when I was a kid, I had moved into this middle bedroom. Okay, so imagine a hallway. Mm-hmm. One end of it's the living room, leads out to the rest of the house. The other end of the hallway leads to an extra bedroom, and then in the middle, there's another extra a mm-hmm. bedroom, and then right next to the one at the end is the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I lived in the middle one, and I'd wake up in the middle of the night, I'd have to go to the bathroom. Well, I'd get to the doorway, and I'd feel that there was something in the hallway. Didn't know what it was. Didn't feel like malicious, you know, like, like Michael was saying, nothing like, oh my god, I'm going to die, or anything like that. But I knew something was there in that hallway. And it freaked me the hell out. I'm talking. I was like maybe seven or eight. Yeah. Around what did there. you think it was? Like looking back now, what like you think it was? I felt like it was a small animal, mm-hmm. and it was just lost. And it didn't want to harm me, but it was scared of me. But it wouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. And so this went on for like a year, maybe two years, that I would get to the hallway and I'd be like, I just have to go to the bathroom. Just leave me alone. And then I'd run to the bathroom. Yeah. Fast forward ten years. I've already moved out. Whatever. And uh, my parents and I were talking about ghosts and whatever and i'm like so i never got i never told you guys this when when i was living here but i swear there was this thing in the hallway and my mom looks at me and she's like like an animal right oh like, shit yeah she's like like smaller than a dog i said yeah she's like i didn't want to tell you but i felt it 
too. I, I didn't know you knew it was there. And she was like, it, it didn't want to hurt anybody. And uh, I'm like, well, yeah, but holy crap, you know, you should have told me this, you know. But what would you have done as a kid? Like, I don't know. Hey, Mario, watch out. When you go piss Mill Night, there's a fucking ghost possum <laughs> in the hallway. <laughs> Like I mean, I the, guess the, the closest thing it, yeah. the closest thing I can think of comparing it to is Fizzgig from uh, what is that from the Dark Crystal? Whoa. Did you ever see the Dark Crystal? Yeah, the 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 gelflings with the trash bags. Yeah, on. and then the little gelfling elves. They had a little dog. It was called Fizzgig. Uh, I'll look it up. Okay, you got it. Yeah, look There's up. Fizzgig. Fifty seconds tied game. Sorry. Oof. Um, and uh, Fizzgig. So anyway, so yeah, that, so that's one thing at that house. The other thing at that house was in. <laughs> I just saw the picture. You of see it. it? It's cute, isn't it? It's like a tribble. Yeah, it's like a tribble with teeth. It's like a, it's like a decapitated Wookiee baby. <laughs> so that's what I imagined this little creature was. You know, that's awesome. That's the closest. You got to see the clip. Two rows of teeth. You got to, you got to see the clip of it. Get mad. This is Fizz Gig versus Critter. <laughs> so, so the other thing at this house, my parents and I were, I, we were sitting in the living room doing something, putting together a puzzle. I don't even remember. But out of the ceiling comes a little BB pellet. Wow. Out of the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And where we were sitting, there was no ceiling fan. It didn't come out of anything. Uh-huh. Like this just And this is when you were dimension. a kid too? Or this is an adult? This was teenage years. Okay. okay. Yeah, this so it's like, like 1978 like... <laughs> or so. <laughs> no, 19, like 96, okay. 95. Okay. So you're like, so this you're like BB comes out. 20. Okay, this BB just comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. This interdimensional portal that opens up in the middle of the living room. It was like Donnie Darko. Yes, it like, exactly. It, wasn't yeah, a, it was going to be a plane. Yeah. So, fast forward <clears throat> maybe a year from there, there was a green, looked like Slimer goop. Oh, ectoplasm. From the, ectoplasm mm-hmm. dangling from the ceiling. Jizoplasm. It was just dangling from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. No reason for it to be there. It was green. And did it was you guys like, collect the sample? I we took it down, mm-hmm. and it just felt like rubber. But did you? We threw like, it away. Why don't people ever test that stuff? Like, well, like well, take it to a like it a, to somebody. Like if the ectoplasm was coming out of my wall, I'd be like, I want to know where this came from. We we just chalked it up to oh whatever, whatever, whatever. Just, we, just go uh, shit. Whatever could ghost go come. Shit. So fast forward later after I moved out, and my mom tells me, well, that creature in the hallway wasn't the only thing. She's like, our bedroom has at least two or three dark beings. Their bedroom? Their bedroom. Ew. That they still live in and that they still sleep so in. They still see them to this day. Yeah. Ew. She says they're not Threesome. They're not malicious. Foursome. They're not, they're not trying Foursome. to harm us. Chinese basket. She calls them a watchers. Ew. They watch them. What do they watch there. them do? No, they're just, they wake up and they're there. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if my dad's seen them or not, but my So mom, you watch your parents when they get it on. I don't think so. I think it's more of like just there when they're asleep. You, okay, creepy. That's creepy as creepy. shit. Yeah. So okay, so I wrote this down, and I know we kind of brought it up before, Rick, but I, I wasn't sure if your memory had come back. Wait, wait, was that the end of your story? Yeah, I that's just wanted it? to do a that, quick that's collection. That's creepy as shit. Yeah. So that's it. They just there's fucking beings that watch them sleep, and they yeah. never like no. That doesn't freak them out. No. Doesn't worry them. No. Are they benevolent beings? As far as your mom knows. As far as my mom knows, yeah. Or does she like just like to be watched? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. And she's also a listener of the podcast, by the way, so she's well, gonna come Ms. at you with that. Well, Miss Zamaron, I'd like to know what these beasts look like. Just they shadows. Camcorders. Just <laughs> set up some GoPros. In the yeah. Yeah. Some, some IR. It's scary. 
I mean, I have a similar thing to that. A similar. That's why I was similar. asking. Honestly, that's why I was asking. Well, bef- before we get, well, either we get to that first or we get to this other thing. Get to this I, other I wrote thing down first. Parhaven. Parhaven. What is that? Or Parkhaven, something we had mentioned before. Where I used to live. I, is that uh, haunted? Was there any? I don't. We had a house we lived in that was very creepy. Is what? that it? Ledge. I don't know. Ledgestone. Okay, I don't know. You you tell me. You're the one that was like, oh, I could talk about this. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. So back when after I um, uh, around eighth grade, we moved to this house up here off of uh, Danella Drive. Mike knows that place Ooh, well. The Flood House. Yes, also known as the Void, right? The Void, the Vortex. The Vortex. There you go. The Vortex. On Danella Drive. Uh, off of Danella Drive. Oh, okay. Kentwood. Don't Manor. do it. Don't. Kentwood I know Manor. what you're doing. The band. Oh my God. They were like eight when I lived there, so um, yeah, they picked a good name. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, what was I talking about? Anyway, so yeah, so we lived at this house. The void. Lived at this house. Vortex. And Vortex, um, that's right. it was like a weird house. I mean, the, the neighborhood itself is much of like kind of uh, it's an older neighborhood with houses that are kind of like on like probably half acre uh, kind of properties and stuff. There's a lot of trees. Like our house at the time, um, there was you know. A, a lot in between us and each house on each direction. Mm-hmm. So there was plenty. It was all trees. It was like a big old uh, sewer, like a drainage ditch oh, yeah. next to our house and stuff. And it was just, it was just a creepy house. It was made, I guess, like back in the seventies by. And it was funny because, <clears throat> uh, in a separate thing, I used to work at Albertsons when there was an Albertsons, and I was describing one day to this girl that I worked with where I lived, and she goes, oh, "I know that house. My aunt used to live there." And I'm like, what? And she's like describing it to me. And I'm like, yeah, that's the house. And I think her aunt designed it and had it built or some shit. I don't know what. Something wow. weird. And I mean, it's like I didn't know her very well. And there wasn't probably any reason for her to like invent more to the story or whatever. But she was just yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's some weird house. But it was like a house where it was just designed strangely. Like you walk in and there wasn't really a foyer. Like there was like a foyer, foyer. And foyer. it was just like two stairways. One went upstairs, one went downstairs. Mm-hmm. And it was like a split level house, and it was kind of built into a hill. So when you went downstairs, it was like underground. Oh wow! Basically, right, Mike? It yeah. was like kind of creepy. So you go down yep. to this dark hallway. It's all wood paneling, and there was like uh, two bedrooms and like a really huge washroom and a dining room, and then it went out to the backyard and whatever. Anyways, and you know, at the time, my my mom, my stepdad, my sister, and I lived there at different points. Um, and it was just a it was a it was an, a cool place, but it just always had a weird vibe. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a lot of that had to do with the the wood paneling. I'm sure. Oh yeah, it was just dark. It was a dark house, um, but we never really like discussed, you know, the weirdness of it. it just kind of yeah. like we didn't. But I remember when we first kind of were moving in, it had this really big backyard. The people that lived there before us at some point actually had horses. So there was like, oh, wow. you know, like a horse gate and all this stuff in the yeah. back. And there was this old uh, like a shack, like a tool shed or something, but it was wood, you know. And uh, when we moved in, uh, me and a friend of mine um, that lived with us for a while, we went to go check it out. And we went into this little shed. Uh, there was nothing in there except for a pile of ashes. Okay. And it was just burnt documents and burnt whatever material. And we were kind of, you know, sorting through it with a stick. And it was all of this Air Force stuff like air air force like certificates and like medals and like different wow. type of stuff that obviously belonged to somebody yeah. and somebody burned it. Huh. Okay. That's creepy. And there was never any like, you know, I mean, there's no internet, there's nothing at the time, right? Yeah. So we didn't it was like that's weird, right? Like it's a bunch of bur- like it's stuff that you wouldn't think of normally somebody burning because yeah. it's you know, it's related to someone's service and their career or whatever blah blah yeah. blah. Anyway, so that was just one of the things. That was the day we moved in. 
And we just kind of left it alone. And then uh, uh, kind of like months go by, years go by, whatever. Actually, not that long. We didn't live there that long. So uh, I remember like, for instance, we had an office upstairs. There was a little computer room. We had a Tandy. Nice. <laughs> computer Radio dot Shack. matrix printer this shows you how long ago it was um, but I remember one night I was doing some homework on it and I was home alone and the only light on upstairs was probably the kitchen and the um, and the room I was in mm-hmm. so at the time we had these like those plastic runners right like the you know keep the the, the carpet clean oh yeah, yeah just plastic runners like but when you walk on them you hear like like the plastic sound yeah it's like when you're walking on plastic, you know? Yeah. Anyways, I remember one night I was home alone. My parents were out. And my sister wasn't home. And I heard someone walking, like, down the hallway. And it's weird because I'm a, I'm a very, like, it's easy to scare me. Yeah. Easy. But I didn't think of anything scary. I thought it was my parents that just got home. Because yeah. it was a big enough house where you wouldn't know if somebody walked in the front door. Right. And I just assumed it was my mom or my sister or somebody. So I turned to, like, kind of say hello. And when I turned, I remember – because I could hear the plastic. Yeah. Someone was walking down the hallway. It didn't – you know. And, and the house creaked. <laughs> I know. I mean, they're, they're, awesome. The house creaked. I mean, it's an old house. There was wood. Hairs were standing up on plastic. the back of my neck. So you could hear plastic. So I'm, like, turning to say hi to my mom or my sister whoever's right there. And I don't see anyone. But what I see is a shadow oh. of someone st- – <laughs> I'm getting chills. Oh, of someone standing in, in someone standing in the hallway. And again, I, I swear to God, again, I didn't – think it was a ghost i thought yeah. oh it's my mom standing behind the door my sister being stupid so i get up to go look oh, and there's nothing there oh. but i saw the shadow until that moment so i remember going oh it's them walking you know i just you yeah. you, you invent shit to like protect yourself yeah. like, oh it was just like they went to the kitchen so i walked to the kitchen no one's there i look outside no one's home uh, and there was just a fucking shadow i'm like okay whatever you know i'm like and again i'm very easy to scare like don't yeah. get me wrong like it's but it's just for whatever reason my mind automatically started to create a, a side story that wasn't there. Like, oh, yeah. no, it was, it was I just saw myself or I saw my own shadow, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Never wow. mind that I heard someone walking. Um, and then at some point, and it's funny because I always, like, I think I've asked my sister or my mom, but, like, at some point somebody told me, and it was probably my mom, that, like, a, a little boy had drowned in the bathtub. Oh, man. In the upstairs bathroom. Whoever lived there before. It's like someone with, like, <laughs> epilepsy or something. Right, and this was after the fact. Okay, <laughs> this was laughing? after the fact of the plastic. <laughs> and I remember going. I, I remember this because my, I was like, "What? Why wouldn't you tell me that? I shower in there, man. Like oh, I man. shower in that bathroom." And my mom's like, "Oh, I don't know. Someone just told me that. And I don't oh, know geez. if it was true. Could they? Could have been joking with me. I don't know. Yeah. But I know that when I saw that shadow, I didn't know that story. Yeah. You know you what I mean? You need to find out. You need to fucking you know find I mean? out. So like, whatever. That's it. So you that need that to kind find of out. happens. And I remember one night we were leaving the. Uh, we were leaving the house, and it's weird because this house was a split-level house. So the 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 second floor or the first floor, the underground floor mm-hmm. windows were like six inches off the ground, you know, oh, yeah. the dirt because they're buried. And all the all the front windows for some reason had they, they were accessible to somebody had iron gates on them. Even the second mm-hmm. floor, the second floor had fucking iron fucking wow. like gates, and they weren't just like iron fucking gates; they were deadbolt locks. So even if I was in my room upstairs yeah. and there was a fire, I couldn't get out oh, shit. because there were fucking dead, dead bolts on the as if iron. to keep something, something in or in or out rather either one. <laughs> you know what I mean? So to keep things so, where they are. But one night we're going to the movies and we walk outside. And it was me, and my mom, my stepdad, and my sister, yeah. and we're getting in the car and just kind of like for some reason it was one of those things again. Like this wasn't, you know, my, my mom is a very practical person. Mm-hmm. You know, my sister is a little more in tune with stuff like that yeah and my stepdad was very practical 
and we kind of all at the same moment kind of felt this vibe. I don't know. I can't. I can't explain it. But if they were all here, they would tell you that probably. Yeah. And we looked up at the window. Okay. And there's two windows on the on the right side of the front door. Mm-hmm. Okay. One window was an extra bedroom, and then the second window was my room on the edge, the corner of the house. Yeah. Well, that room in between, there was nothing in that room. Okay. At the time, it mm-hmm. was just the thing. It was just like they put like storage room or whatever. Anyways, we see this mist coming out of the window through the bars and oh. up into the sky. Okay. Out, out of this window of this room. Oh, man. And I think, I don't know, at that moment or maybe in the car, we were all kind of like, did you see that? And we were all like, yeah, that was weird. Like, And again, like we didn't like react as if like, oh, my God, it's Amityville Horror. We were just like, but Yeah, we guys also weird. didn't react like, oh, there's gas in our house. Yeah, it was just it's this. It's going like, to explode like this, while we're you know, gone. And it was like it may have been the winter. So it's like, you know, when you breathe in the winter, you create yeah. a little club. But it was specifically and clearly coming from inside, that, the, inside the house at that window only. And it wasn't like smoke, like a fire. It was yeah, just mist. like mist. God. And we all noticed it. And we all like kind of joked about it. Like, ha, ha. Well, <laughs> again. Time passes later on. Um, my sister was living on the bottom floor by herself at the time. I was living on the top floor. Uh, at that point, we'd kind of swapped rooms and stuff. And uh, and at one point, so my sister had gotten, uh, was about to get married, and she was actually uh, carrying my nephew at the time, right? Or got married, was carrying my nephew, whatever. Anyways, she was staying in that room, right? In that so extra the, room? The extra room. The had this big room. Old, yeah, had this big old bed. And uh, there wasn't much else in that room. Anyways, so my sister, again, she's someone that's kind of in tune with this stuff. And she, every once in a while, like, we'd be at dinner, and then she's like, oh, my God, like, guess what, blah, 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 you know. And then after a while, she had moved out. She moved out on her own, you know, with her husband. And um, and uh, one day we're talking, and she's like, oh, my God. And I'm t- I probably t- – maybe we were talking about weird stuff or what happened about the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, like the little boy. And I'm like, What? And she goes, yeah, like when I used to stay in that second, that you know, extra bedroom, uh, at night I would wake up and there was a little boy standing in the corner of the room. Again, this is before we, I knew about the boy in the bathtub yeah. and all that. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. I'll be honest about that. But she was like, yeah, there would be a little boy in there. And he would just be in there. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, again, I'm a fucking Freddy cat. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? What? And she's like, oh, but he didn't, like, he wasn't dangerous. He wasn't, like, mean. I think he just he was attracted to the baby and he wanted to play. You know, he was like watching over me. It's how she thought. She saw it as like he was interested because like you know, like little kids yeah. like babies. And that's what she thought like, oh, he just wanted to like watch over me and like watch, you know, how the baby was, you know, growing or whatever whatever it was, but that's her Ow. vibe. Anyway, so she moves out, she goes on with her life with my brother-in-law, you know, they're all these years later they're happy together and my Niece and nephew are growing up and big. Yeah. And uh, so a couple months goes by, and my mom, uh, my stepdad decide to redo that room. They're going to make it into like a exercise room. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I'm downstairs in her old room by the, by this time. Well, anyways, they, there's this old wallpaper, like, you know, old school flowery kind of sewing room type wallpaper. Yeah. So they go in there, and they start, <laughs> they start taking the wallpaper off the walls. Okay, and I'm I'm there. I'm witnessing this oh, shit. And they start pulling all the wallpaper off the walls, and there's writing on the oh, walls. Oh my god! And there's fucking <laughs> there's fucking drawings. Okay, and there's a drawing, and this is before maybe around the time, but probably before like Marilyn Manson got big. Yeah. And there was a picture of a guy on the wall that looked 
that's the closest I would describe it, like Alice Cooper or Marilyn Manson, this man standing there with like painted makeup and long hair, like skinny white body, and there was handwriting on the wall. You know, just different shit. And the one thing that, I mean, I couldn't tell you at this point, I wish I knew. If, you know, if it was back in the day, I would have Instagrammed all this shit. Yeah. But I remember very, 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 very clearly that one of the things was written on the wall was Ricky, which was <laughs> like my childhood name. And nobody wrote this. Nobody drew yeah. this. Like, I was there while they were pulling this pulling shit down, down, and I saw it. And I, there's no explanation. I don't even know what the correlation is. Because I don't know if, like, the story of the little boy drowning in the bathtub yeah. is true or not. It could be completely... My mom could have said it to scare me or my sister or whatever. Yeah. I don't know why they would because I was a chicken shit, you know, growing up. Um, but if you kind of, like, if it were a movie or a story, Whoa. you would tie those pieces together and yeah. there was, you know, you would say there's a spirit of a little boy living in that house. Yeah. And, you know, obviously he wasn't malevolent. Like, he never did anything wrong to us. He was just exploring the house or living there or checking shit out or... You know, never did anything wrong to anyone. Yeah, never hurt still, anyone. Dude, in my book, fuck that. You know, but like I'm all out. these years later, like everyone's getting while, emancipated. We'll kind, of like, we'll kind of joke about it or whatever, and we're like, oh yeah, yeah, that oh, happened. But it's just God. crazy because it's weird because you see horror movies and I, you know, I watch like you know, you watch a movie like Amityville Horror, and you're like, yeah. why wouldn't you leave the first fucking night know, or The Conjuring? Right? right? You're like, the first night God. I see some weird shit, I'm out. I'm out. But then you think of things like that, like you know, my my parents had got a good deal on this house. And it was a sort of sort of the poltergeist you know, house. It was, a, it was a big house on the corner lot. It was all alone, buried um, on an Indian burial had, ground. You know, it was probably like twice or maybe even three times the size of the regular lots in that neighborhood. And you know, it was a good deal. I, I don't know. I mean, like I said nothing bad ever happened. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted there yeah. was, you know, the normal kind of unrest of having teenagers in a house. So that was that. But that's nothing to be, you know, nothing to be uh, alarmed about. Yeah. But uh. You know, as of course as fate would have it, like you know, around '98 after a year after we graduated, um, I just happened to my parents were out of town and I happened to be out of town, and this uh, really bad. It was the the '98, the floods of '98 here in mm-hmm. San Antonio, which I'm sure everybody remembers who lives here. It was a you know that whole city was flooding and shit, and um, the our house actually flooded, the entire bottom half, which my room was and stuff, flooded, and. Uh, our house, of course, ended up getting, like, mold, and there was, like, mm. sewage in the house and all kinds of shit. So they ended up having to knock the house down, like, condemn Damn. it. It got knocked down, and f- until very recently, it seemed like the people that who ended up buying the lot next door kind of appropriated it as their side yard. <laughs> and then now, actually, recently, I drove by there, and it's a giant uh, drainage drainage culvert, mm. culvert or whatever. Uh, so whatever was uh, left of it, whatever memories of it are gone, gone except yeah. for... I guess the people that got to live there, but uh, yeah, it was an interesting place, and and I mean, like we joke, we joke, we joke about that house, and you know, like Mike mentioned the vortex. What what was the vortex, Mike? The vortex was Rick's <laughs> freaking bedroom, where we we'd have plans like, hey, everybody, let's meet oh. at Rick's you, house. I mean, we're talking like we're six gonna, people, right? Yeah, like, like five, yeah. six of us would meet there so we could go see a movie or go eat somewhere, or go see a show or something. We even had tickets for. And we'd get there, and I usually ended up being one of the first ones to get there. I was always fairly early, and uh, mainly because I had to come up from the south side, so I don't want to be late. So I drove myself up. And so let's say we'd be like, okay, meet up at, you know, 7. So I'd get there like at 6.30. Well, people start getting there at 7, 7.15, 7.20. 8. By the time everyone's assembled at 8, we're like, well, the thing we're going to go do is at 9, so we should get going. And all of a sudden, we're just there, and some conversation comes up or someone gets distracted by Rick's karaoke 
stereo or <laughs> his drum set or or something and before we know it it's 11:40 and we've done nothing <laughs> we've just been there talking the whole time oh, just so conversation after conversation okay. just getting nothing done going nowhere just stuck in wherever Rick's bedroom was wherever oh, he funny. lived it was the little boy man he wanted some company he just oh, found man. a way wow. And it's funny because that always happened. It was like so, so it was that a, <laughs> room, Michael. Is this this is the uh, room? no that room no, was that, the, was, just... that was the downstairs. Oh, okay, the bottom. never mind. Yeah, that, okay. his room was above the little boy's room. We will call it the oh, little boy's room. Jeez. So, but maybe you know, maybe he got to sit in uh, and and have a uh, chill out with you guys. An adolescence that he didn't get to have oh, on his own. That's a nice thought. So that's the way I like to think of it. That you know, like he got to experience some cool stuff. That's definitely nicer than what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, get the fuck out. Yeah. No, no, no. Again, like. <laughs> I, Whatever it was, and I, yeah. I do believe it was something. You know, I believe in that type yeah. of stuff. You know, see, so okay, it so benevolent, 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 benevolent. It's the benevolent in the room. No, so we moved into a newer apartment recently, mm-hmm. but our previous apartment, the one on Lookout, the one on Lookout yeah, yeah. Road. I did I tell you about the bathroom, the shadow. Uh no. Okay, no, no, so no, no, no. that that bathroom, the the split bathroom was split. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah, it was split between the the kitchen entryway and then the the master bedroom entryway i should say the only bedroom entryway Uh but uh i would be playing games late at night playing playstation or something in the living room and i'd leave the bathroom light on so that way you know i wouldn't trip over shit on my way to the bedroom when i finally wanted to go to sleep yeah and maybe on five different occasions i would feel like the hairs rise on the back of my neck and i'd feel goosebumps all over my body and i'd see a shadow in the bathroom and I'd, you know, do the same thing you would do. I'm like, oh, it's probably Sarah, whatever. And uh, one time I, I saw the shadow. I saw the light kind of flicker as if something was moving past it. And uh, I got up and I was like, oh, I need to tell Sarah something anyway. So I get up and she's not in the bathroom. I'm like, I guess she's already back in bed. Over the bedroom door, she's out, man. She is out. Mm-hmm. Like, not like I was just awake. Like, I've been out for hours. Yeah. Kind of out. So fast forward maybe six months later. I actually see the light dim, like as if the electricity is going to go out. The light dims. I immediately pause Call of Duty, and I turn, and I see a shadow between me and the light. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just getting chills talking about it right now. And like, I was like, I'm fucking going to bed. <laughs> I turn off Call of Duty, I go to bed. And I, to be honest, like I, I truly believe that I've experienced that. But at the same time, I know from being a gamer and staying up real late, yeah, you start I, you know, to I hallucinate a yeah, little bit, I see you know. Shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm sitting down, blood's coagulating in my brain, maybe or something. I don't know. Yeah. But that freaked the shit out of me. Before video games came along, my dad lived on a house on Toralbo. I don't know the cross streets. I don't really. I'm not too familiar with that area of town. But I know he said it was a house on Toralbo. Now he recently told me different versions of this story that weren't the original versions that he told me. Mm-hmm. the original versions are scarier, so I'm just going to go with those. One, he remembers when he was a kid, and this one still stayed the same, is that he was laying in bed. It was late one night, probably like midnight or 1 o'clock in the morning, and this bloody hand comes out of the wall <laughs> above him. As he's laying down, he sees this bloody hand come out. He just covers himself up and goes to sleep. <laughs> First of all, I would not be in that house anymore after that. That would yeah. be it. I'd be done. Yeah. Fast forward probably a little while, and he said that he, around that same time, one uh, late midnight or 1 a.m. or something like that, mm-hmm. heard 
a wagon in front of the house. And he's like, oh, cool. I, I want to see what a wagon what, looks what like. What side of the town is this? Like, what area? Do you uh, know? I'm thinking west side, south oh, okay. side, somewhere around there. Southwest side? I don't know. Anyway. Soralvo. Soralvo, maybe? That's what it Soralvo. is. That's Not like over, Soralvo. like, kind of west, early, like, west side. Oh, okay. Well, like Laredo Street, Frio, all that area. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Too. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I think I, that sounds probably more accurate. Yeah. Um, so he goes outside to see this wagon that's just not there. He hears it. He hears the horse. He hears the... No shit. And in the original story that I remember, like I said, my dad's like, no, that's not what happened. But I remember him saying that he saw... Like the breath of cold air coming oh, like from the horses, the horse. yeah. where the horse would be, like, yeah, and then like, yeah. and the wheels of the wagon as it passes him. Oh, but he couldn't see it. He just saw the, the from the from breath. what I remember. He's from what he said. Yeah, from what I remember. Yeah. But like I said, that he's gone back on on yeah. a couple of those. I was so wasted back then. I was so high. <laughs> no, he was like eight years old, ten years dudes. old, or something. I don't know. He was he was pretty young. Yeah. Um, do we have permission to speak about? In my opinion, like the ultimate, the way <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Oh, that's creepy. I mean, uh, that's worth telling, or we could wait till she's here to tell it at some point. That's a good well, story. Well, it's Halloween though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so she's not gonna be here between yeah, now yeah. and then. So, uh, Carolyn unfortunately couldn't be here, so we'll tell her. Her version is probably better than mine, but she has uh, one of her dogs. Well, I like your extended version though. Your extended telling of oh, okay. it. Okay, that's that's the 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 part where I make up yes, the whole yeah. narrative, which for is it. still good. Uh, yeah. So, Carolyn, I wish you were here, but I'll tell try to tell the best I can for you. So, one of the many creepy stories she has is uh, she's got these two puppies. Um, one of the younger of which is the one she's lived with her in the past couple of years. It's a little little Chihuahua guy, cute little dude. But it's funny because we always joke that like he's so like he doesn't act like a dog. Yeah. Like I joke, but then I kind of creep myself out that it's like, I always say like, oh, he's like a person stuck in a dog's body because he acts more like a person than he does a dog. Like he doesn't do dog things and it's just hard. It's really, unless you kind of be around him, you can't really get a vibe for it, but that's the best way to describe it. I don't know if you ever saw like um, the skeleton key. Did you ever see that? Probably. Okay. So like Kate Hudson's looking after this uh, older man. He's he supposedly he had a stroke or something happened to him and it turns out like somebody swapped places with his body mm. and like there it's another younger man trapped in this old man's body yeah and he's always trying to communicate that but he can't because the body he's in is dying it's invalid it's got all these problems and stuff anyways that's kind of what i think of <laughs> oh, it's like this little person's soul trapped in this little puppy's dog uh puppy's body and he's an awesome dog yeah wrong well anyway so one day uh, you know she's taking pictures of him like have we you, do in these days the she's taking pictures of him like you know instagramming and like we always do nowadays yeah. right we document our lives and uh, anyway so she takes a picture really close of his face and she takes a picture so close to his face that you can see the reflection you know sometimes you see this in pictures you can you can see the reflection in his, in eye. his eye well anyway so I'm, I'm not there when this happens she texts me and she goes i'm gonna text you something and i just want you to tell me what you think mm-hmm. okay so she texts me a picture and it's of his face cute little face little mustache little beard his eyes and she's like what do you see and I'm like, I see his face, a little cute little guy. And she's like, okay, well, look closer. Just look closer. And she's not telling me what to look for. Yeah. She's just saying, look closer. So, okay. So I, you know, pinch pinch my little iPhone and I zoom in and I'm looking around the picture. And I get to the, his eye where the reflection is. And normally you think, you know, you see yourself in the reflection. Sometimes it's upside down, right? Yeah. Like, dependent on, you know, the curve of the eye or whatever. Well, anyways, 
you can clearly see in the reflection of his eye a little kid. Yeah. It's not her. And there's no phone. You just see a little kid with bangs and a little kid face. Like a it's red unmis- shirt. Yeah, right. it's unmistakable. Like, it's not her. And you could say, like, okay, well, it's distorted and the eye curves and this and that. You can, I mean, you can, yeah. you know, I'm sure there's some, you know, person out there that can, can try to debunk this. But at the end of the day, you don't see a phone. Yeah. You don't see a long haired female. Older, well, not older you know, adult but like, female. Yeah. It's clearly 30s. a kid with short hair with bangs. Anyways. So she sends it to me. I'm like, what the fuck? And like, I freak out. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Like, and I'm like, she's like, oh my I've, god. I've, like, have you seen this picture? I have not. I've yeah, seen it. I got I've it seen somewhere. It and it's and like, if, if I get a chance, I'll freaky. show it to you later. And it's like, and we're just like, oh my god. And we're like freaked out, but we're like joking about it. Like, what yeah. does it mean? You know? And she's like, it's a little kid. Like, it's a little kid. What does that mean? Yeah. You know? And she's like, you know, and she's all freaked out because there's just no rational explanation. Again, yeah. like. If it's a if it's a reflection of you and you're taking a selfie or you're you know the reflection of the phones in the picture you would see it but it might be distorted it might not right. look like you it might look weird no but this is but straight this is up like, like very clear. not and you've seen Carolyn I've seen, seen, seen the it. picture yeah. yeah it's clearly a child yes with bang with, little kid yeah, bangs like, and a little like bob a, haircut almost like or a, yeah like a chili bowl in the front and uh, so you know we're just like weird that's so freaking weird and we're talking about it we're trying to figure it out and what's weirder is like I've seen pictures of her as a kid yeah and this reflection looks like her in the pictures I've seen of her as a kid. Yeah. Um, so we're just kind of like, you know, and, and we're like joking and trying to like kind of play down the weirdness of this. And we were like inventing our own narrative for it. And we were like, well, like maybe that's how innocent and pure that animals are. Mm-hmm. Is it he's seen you at your purest when you were a child before you know, you were an adult and before you had pain and before you had been through mm-hmm. things and blah, blah, blah. He's seen you as, you know, God sees us, you know, as kids, pure, whatever, innocent. Mm-hmm. And they're just creepy in itself. Yeah. Nice, pleasant, but creepy. Yeah. You know, but what makes this story a little creepier is that, like, uh, there's a point, like, in time, and I wish she was here. I really, I'm, I'm not doing this justice because she's not here. I wish she was here to tell the story. Maybe one of these days she'll come on and tell it. Um is that there's a period, and, and she's the one that brought this to my attention. She's like, if you look at pictures of me from a different point, a certain point in my life mm-hmm. as a child, and then one day the pictures just change, and she looks different. Mm-hmm. And we all we all grow, you know, your heads get bigger, your body changes, whatever. Yeah. But she's like, I don't look like the same person when I was like 14 as when I was 10. Mm-hmm. or eight or whatever you know whatever the age and it's just a, it's just a it and you see the pictures and she looked like pictures of her as a kid looked like she's related to her family it's not like just you know not a, yeah. a, a black kid or a chinese kid <laughs> or something but you can see the difference yeah i mean and i only really thought about this because she really like shows it to me she's like isn't this weird yeah and then of course on top of that and like a lot of people she's like it's funny that like, i have these blank spots in my youth where i can't mm-hmm. remember you know being eight years old or being seven years old or, you know, and usually like, I think I'm assuming for most people, your memory kind of goes back to you're like five, maybe four, you yeah. know, depending on events that happened to you. And she's like, I just have very, very little memory of these moments. And, um, so we kind of joke like sometimes, and I'll joke with her, like mess with her and I'll be like, maybe like you, the real you got kidnapped and like your family replaced you with you. You know, they adopted some other girl and just carried yeah. on with their lives, you know, or whatever. And so so as a joke, talking about this eye uh, thing, I was like, maybe that 
reflection is you looking into another reality and that's the real you that disappeared as a kid and she's trapped in some other world that's horrible and maybe maybe it's a pleasant place maybe it's pleasant or maybe it's not and you guys like swapped realities like this version of you swap with that wow. version of you yeah and she's trapped and the dog is the is the is the bridge Gateway. showing you that world so when you're looking at him you're looking you know like they say something they said about mirrors you know yeah. like you kind yeah. of seen into the other world your other life your doppelganger and of course, wherever we talk about, it, she's like, "Ah, shut up!" You know, we're like, "Ah, it's scary!" You know, like because you want it to be a positive, you know, good thing. You know, of course, you know, even if it was something supernatural, you're like, yeah. "I want it to be positive." And like I said, that's why I was like, "No, no, 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 no!" It's like it's seen the best of you. Yeah, the dog, yeah. The little guy, has seen the best of you. Yeah, and that's well. No matter you know. how positive that is, Rick, <laughs> from firsthand experience of actually seeing that picture. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not like like no, you th- know. there's no there's no phone, there's no Carolyn. It's just this kid in a red top. Yeah. with a chili bowl in the front, long hair on the sides yeah. and back. Yeah. Kid that looks like they're reaching out to the dog. Yeah. Like yeah. like looking at the dog, like straight into yeah. the ref- into yeah. her own reflection. Yeah. Or it could just be a different kid and maybe the dog, maybe dogs are different than people and they can operate on different planes and <laughs> different realities. Well, shoot, and that's at, why dogs see things that aren't there, there things that go. we don't at, see. At that old apartment yeah. with the shadow, yeah, they Callie it. would bark at the wall. Yeah, they see they see different things. Yeah, you know, crazy shit. Man. So it's a weird world. Michael, do you have any other personal ghost stories or that's spooky shit? the the wheelchair man is pretty much all I got. That's, I think that's the, ultimate. I yeah. mean, that's yeah. I remember when I was in grade school, like probably seventh, sixth, seventh grade. The uh, the guys told the story of the salami man and we had to go walk this like wooded area to get to a convenience store that we were going to get to but before we had to treach- treacherously get through this yeah. little uh, paved like wooded spot from the guy's house we were hanging out at to the convenience store we had to get it must have been like 11 or 12 and somebody was obviously in charge of the joke because they freaked me out with it and they're like you know apparently it's this bum or whatever that was there and he had this like giant salami that had like gotten super like petrified and he kills people with it <laughs> that walked through his area that's funny but i could see as a kid that was yeah, that was, <laughs> that was freaky either way. so yeah. i was like we're walking and you know it's that like gravel like yeah and like somebody like from behind like scurries their feet like ah, it's a salami man he's coming and I'm like just sprinting for my life and I don't see anybody behind me and of course it's a big joke so that oh, was man. at the time it was terrifying but I was like yeah. ah, I fell for it I knew I fell for it when, yeah. when that happened but um, now I haven't really had any, anything else I've gone along with Rick in the car for the tracks thing mm. and that's never really been too exciting yeah. uh, we you, went on the haunted we went on the haunted tour remember that with yeah. the orbs and all that yeah downtown uh, were you with us tonight i think that was the same night when we went on the tracks that the same night when we were with jack and moses yeah okay so i don't know if you remember this because we left again this is one of the times we we're at the vortex <laughs> and we finally got out i think it was probably around halloween time and, I don't you, know if you, and you went this. to the tracks so we, we decided yeah we had never gone i think that was yeah. probably the first time i'd ever gone and we were in the van no, no, we were in my, my car. We were in my old mobile, right? This car that barely ran. <laughs> so, like, we were in the car, and it was it was me, Mike, Jack, Moses. I think somebody else was with us, maybe Jeff or somebody. I forgot who. And uh, we went down to the tracks Halloween, which is funny because uh, – no, maybe it wasn't Halloween. I'm trying to remember. I've been there more than once. I know yeah. one of the times we went, 
it was ridiculous. There was like 50 cars there, yeah. and everyone's doing it at the same time, and it's not very scary at all, and blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's more it, like waiting for so a ride. So this, this, this might have been one of those times where we went, and it was just ridiculous. It was just like, it works, but, you know, as, you know, they've proven it's an optical yeah. illusion and blah, 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 whatever. Um, anyway, so we kept driving. And, and at the time, like, and I, I know Mike and Moses were from that kind of same area, so they knew the area. And like, Moses was like, go drive over here, drive over here. And I have no idea where I'm at. I'm just fucking driving. We're driving mm-hmm. down, you know, South Presa and all this shit down by uh, uh, Mission San Juan, I think, and Fortan, Espada, out that way. And uh, we're driving down this road. And I'm, I'm thinking back, it, it's... Uh, I'm trying to remember what road it is. Uh, fuck, I don't even know now. Anyway, so it's in that area, though. So for anyone out there that knows the area I'm talking about, that's where it's at. And we're driving, and at one point, there's a car behind us. And we see this car, and, you know, you always get annoyed when you're driving slow, and you're kind of sightseeing, you're kind of, like, taking shit in, and, like, scaring each other, and there's a car right behind you. Yeah. And you're not immediately thinking of scary stuff. You're just thinking, like, shit, now you can't slow down, now you can't pull yeah. off the side of the road. What if it's a gang member who's going to shoot us, <laughs> blah, 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 whatever. Well, anyways, we're driving. And this car just kind of, you know, as far as we know, comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, it just appears behind us. We're like, oh, it's a car. And granted, there isn't a lot of side roads in this area, down South Presa by the tracks and all down there. You know, there, there's a little old neighborhoods and stuff, but it's yeah. not like, you know, it's not heavy traffic area. Really, it's for only people that are kind of living there. And uh, we're driving. We see this car. And we're talking and we're noticing the car, all of us. And then one minute we look up, and I think Moses is like, car disappeared. We're like, what? He's like, the car, that car just disappeared. And we're like, no, no, whoever's in the back, we're like, oh, they're joking. It must have just turned. I'm like, no, no, it didn't turn. So we fucking bust a U-turn, and we drive back as fast as we can to try to see where the car turned. Mm -hmm. No trace of it. Mm. No trace of it. No turns. You know, wherever, even if it had turned into a driveway, you would have seen it. Right. You know, like it was that short a time. It was maybe five, ten seconds for us to get to where we would have been able to see it. So anyway, so we're driving. So we drive around a little longer or whatever. We get back on the highway. We're driving back to my house. And uh, and the whole time we're like, isn't that weird? That was so weird that that happened, you know, blah, blah, blah. We start inventing shit. And it's Moses, of all people, who's like, he's like, you know what? Like, what if it wasn't really real? What if it was a... Uh, like a ghost car. And we're like, oh, no, no. You know, we're like fucking with each other and stuff. And he's like, and all of us, like kind of like we're collectively inventing a story to like yeah. why this car disappeared. And we were like, we pull up to my house and we're all weirded out. And I remember this feeling where we're all kind of just weirded out. Like where you're, you know, like when you're telling a ghost yeah. story where your skin feels kind of like, like pins and needles yeah. or ants or whatever. I like get to sleep. And we're all just kind of like, have this weird buzz. And we're like, jokingly as a group, we're kind of like, what if that was us? <laughs> like, what if we saw ourselves driving and we died? Oh, and man. this right now is the is afterlife. It, yeah. Like, these are our oh. ghosts driving home, pretending that, that our life is carrying on when we're really back on that road somewhere. You know, yeah. like, and we're like, ah, like, you know, fucking oh, scaring that. the you shit get, out of each other. Do you get that feeling, like, Michael? <laughs> like, I'm driving easily, on the highway. Easily. Yeah, like, I'm driving on the highway, like, leaving the podcast, you know, yeah. and I'm going home and I, and I'm like, you know, I could easily just drive off and yeah. die. And then I'm like, well, wait a second. How do I, I know, know that I'm not yeah. already dead? And it was funny. And this, is, like, and this is fucking Beetlejuice. So I'm just going to go home and yeah. there's going to be fucking sand monsters at the apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sand yeah. 
worms, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, exactly. Then that's the thing is like, and it, there's people, you know, like, you know, like us, like usually like I, I'm terrible at like, you know, telling something like that or making something like, cause I, I'll laugh or I'll like kind of crack and Mike's good at that too. He'll start doing it and then we'll just kind of start laughing or whatever. But I remember like specifically like Moses, like, you know, Moses like saying that and he was fucking awesome at like deadpanning shit. Like he wouldn't yeah. laugh about stuff like that. He would just tell you something and you'd be like, that sounds real. <laughs> it sounds absolutely real. Oh, like whatever man. you're saying, because he was just badass about not cracking, not yeah. laughing or whatever, you know? Oh um, man. But uh, that's that's one of the times I think we went down to the ghost tracks, and of course so, the you know ghost tracks are well. So for those that don't know about the ghost tracks, because you know we do have listeners that I don't know if, if Cutter is going to be tuning in anytime soon again <laughs> since episode six, I think it's deep cover. <laughs> but for those that aren't Black that Ops. aren't familiar with ghost tracks, then you'll just have to listen to tomorrow night's episode. Thanks for listening to our first part of a three-part Halloween special. We got an episode tonight, of course, the one you just heard, one tomorrow, and then one on Friday. Thanks for listening, y'all, and I'll tune in next time. Good night. You can visit us on our home on the web at www.itsaguythingpodcast.com, on Instagram and Facebook at It's a Guy Thing Podcast, and Twitter, It's a Guy Thing Pod. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and we'll be coming soon to many other podcatchers. Thanks for listening.